I'm Ashland, the host of Mind Flowers. If you're new here, welcome. And if you're not new, welcome back, boo. Mind Flowers is a combination of my professional certifications, creative interests, and personal musings inspired by my spiritual journey. This podcast exists because I'm on a mission to assist the shift, awakening others as I awaken myself. Thank you so much for sharing some of your energy with me today. From my heart chakra to yours, here are some mind flowers. Hey boo, welcome back or welcome to the vibe. So excited to have you here and thank you so much for sharing your energy with me today. I'm super excited to get into today's discussion. I feel like I always say that because I do always say that, but you know, I I I'd be excited about these topics. <laughs> In the last episode, I talked about faith and I shared some perspectives and reflection questions that helped me get through a challenging time that triggered my temporary loss of faith. And I wanted to continue the discussion with the topic of hope. The title of this episode was inspired by Graciela Moore. She's an insightful life coach who I had the pleasure of connecting with on Twitter. And when I heard her say this, it was like a light bulb went off in my head. Hold on, pain ends. That's a beautiful description of the mindset of a hopeful person. Faith and hope are related concepts, but they're not quite the same. If you remember in the last episode, I said that faith resides in the heart. Hope, on the other hand, lives in the realm of the mind. And I love how Charles Snyder, he's a psychologist and a hope researcher, he puts it this way, hope is the rainbow of the mind. Mm, what a beautiful visual, right? After the storm and chaos of change, hope is the rainbow, a promise that if we keep going, we will see the light. Hope is a choice and a lifestyle. And to live this way requires vision and personal agency. Having hope doesn't mean that you never experience negative emotion. It means that you know how to emotionally regulate when life gets difficult. We need hope because it reminds us to focus on the gains, not the gap. And it serves as a bridge to better days. Now, don't don't get it twisted now, okay? Hope is not toxic positivity. Toxic positivity is dismissive. It denies us the full range of our human experience, while hope acknowledges discomfort and provides the fuel that helps us call in favorable circumstances. It helps us create conditions where good can thrive. When we choose hope, we evolve from paranoia to pronoia. Pronoia describes a state of mind that is the exact opposite of paranoia. So instead of believing that you about to get got, a person experiencing pronoia believes in a friendly universe, one that conspires for their highest good. What if everything is in my favor? What if everything is always well all the time? What if I'm exactly where I need to be? This is the mindset of someone who chooses hope and is in a state of pronoia. So how do you nurture hope? Learn how to cope. (laughs) I created this acronym to help me get through what felt like a hopeless situation. So the C stands for curiosity. The O stands for ownership. P stands for patience, and E stands for efficiency. So let's take a deep dive into each of these four pillars. 
So first up is curiosity. Curiosity fuels our ability to bounce back because it reduces fear and expands creativity. Choosing to be curious about our situation instead of hopeless revives our spirit. And actually, researchers have found that curiosity puts us in a positive state, lowering anxiety and increasing satisfaction and psychological well-being. So essentially, this is the feeding ground for hope. Being inquisitive helps us approach our situation as a scientist, removing ourselves from the emotion of this situation and carefully analyzing our experience from all angles. If you're feeling hopeless, challenge yourself to get curious. And I don't mean, why? Why is this happening to me? Okay, I'm talking about searching for the what and the who. What is the gift of this situation? Who do I get to be because of this experience? Or in other words, what type of person will I choose to be because I experienced this thing? You feel me? When we're curious, we explore and discover depths of resources within ourselves that we never knew before. Maybe you've heard the quote, um, smooth seas never made a skilled sailor. I love that quote because it reminds us that mastery doesn't come without putting in the work. It's the storms of life that make you a master of self. Okay, let's move on to the O, ownership. Hopelessness sets in when we feel like there's nothing that we can do to improve our situation. But that couldn't be farther from the truth. When we own something, we acknowledge our possession of it. This life is yours. If you don't like what you're experiencing, you are the only one who is able to change it. Taking ownership of a disappointing situation puts us in the driver's seat and points us in the direction of a favorable outcome. So one thing that really helps us take ownership is planning our if-then scenario. So if X happens, I will respond with Y. This is a pre-planned response that triggers positive action. And it's also a preventative measure in the sense that it keeps us from going down that negative spiral the next time a challenge presents itself. We don't have to waste time in despair. We can just get right into the resolution. And I love this if-then scenario exercise because it reminds us that life doesn't happen to us. We happen to life. Okay, so moving on, we have the P for patience. Patience is the capacity to accept or tolerate delay, trouble, or suffering without getting angry or upset. Now, there's this misconception that patience means that we're waiting. That's not patience. That's defeat, right? (laughs) That's allowing someone or something else to take ownership over what you experience. True patience is an active expectation for more. When we're patient, we are objectively observing our reality while also preparing ourselves for our inevitable rise. And the example that comes to mind um, to kind of like describe what I'm talking about here with patience is not waiting. Like I think of cooking. So like when I'm boiling eggs, I'm not just sitting there looking over the pot waiting for the water to boil. Waiting around delays the whole cooking process. During that time, I'm chopping up veggies, I'm seasoning things, while also keeping tabs on the water. So by the time the water is boiling, everything's all set, ready to go. And it works the same way in life. 
Patience is an opportunity to gather our resources and master ourselves, become seasoned, right? Because we expect better circumstances are on the way. If we're just sitting around waiting for things to get better, we miss out on building the skills necessary to keep and maintain that better situation. All right, and finally, let's talk about the E, which is efficiency. So earlier I mentioned that hopelessness is a result of focusing on the gap. But when we choose to focus on our gains, we become way more efficient human beings. Instead of becoming derailed, Focusing on the gain inspires us to keep showing up. The thing about life is the test comes before the study guide. We are tested first and then we receive the insights and the aha moments afterwards. Those aha moments are the cheat codes. Choosing hope reminds us that the answers are right around the corner. We just have to hold on as we get through the test. Hope makes us effective because it increases our capacity and ability to thrive, to see past the present and into the future. Without hope in your future, your present loses meaning. This perspective helps us approach life more intentionally and tap into the resources that we have now. If you find yourself in what feels like a hopeless situation, I invite you to reflect on your answers to the two following questions. The first one is, how is this experience helping me approach life more effectively? And the second question is, how can I use this experience as a resource for my future? So I want to end this episode by sharing an exercise. And if you're currently going through it, I invite you to do this because it will encourage you to keep going. When we're experiencing difficulty, it's hard to think about all the other times in our lives when things have been challenging, right? We tend to focus only on this hard moment. So for this exercise, I want you to think about a difficult time that you experienced in the past. I want you to write a letter to that previous version of you that describes how you got through it, what happened that helped you get through that, and get really detailed about everything that helped you survive that previous experience. And when you're done, I want you to reflect for a moment. Can you use these same techniques to get through your current situation? What you're going through now is not the first or last time you will ever go through it. So remembering your power will help you get to the other side of it faster. When life circumstances threaten to steal our joy, hope is the antidote. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode, and I hope this was insightful for you and gave you something to think about. I appreciate you so much for sharing your time and energy with me today, and I cannot wait to talk to you again soon. Sending love. I hope you have a great day. Thank you so much for listening my love i really do appreciate you sharing some of your time and energy with me today if you enjoyed this episode if you dig this vibe there are a few ways that you can support this podcast you can rate and review send an episode to a friend shout me out on social media visit my bookstore and or my online shop or keep me going with a cup of coffee I appreciate all forms of support. I love you and I life you.